0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Sacred Jellyfish podcast. Today, I have a very special guest who has become my friend over the summer of being in Washington. And her name is Liana, and she is super cool. Hi! (laughs) Um, And today, I have some interview questions for her to answer just about life about her perspective and we're currently sitting by the ocean and maybe you'll hear the waves in the background I'm sure you'll hear the pelicans but it's very peaceful and the sun's about to set and we're camping currently and having a great time beach camping isn't that right mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so we're just gonna jump into it so with the first question <laughs> I have do you believe that? How? Actually, I'm not gonna do that one. That one's kind of boring, honestly. It is.
1: Honestly, I was like weird. I was like weirded out by it. I was like, oh god, that's gonna be intense.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, first question: Do you believe in magic?
1: Mm, it depends on what you like think is magic. If you think magic is like picking up a magic wand or whatever and like saying kabam and then like fire comes out of it, no but like it just like really depends on what you think is magic i like i if you think that plants healing you is magic then yes if you think that past lives are magic then yes but like it it really just depends
0: on what you think is magic mhm and so i know you read a lot of fantasy books mm-hmm. and there's a lot of magic in those mm-hmm. fantasy books mm-hmm. Do you wish that that type of magic existed in this realm? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it would
1: be, like, dangerous, and I feel like it wouldn't be, like, good. I wouldn't... It would be nice, but, like, I feel like a lot of people would use it for bad, and that wouldn't be good. So I'm I'm pretty happy how this world is right now.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a great answer. Okay, so... Do you have anything else to add to that magical little bit? No. Really Next question is, are you scared of growing up?
1: Am I scared of growing up? Um, well, it, I, it's going to be hard to be, like, away from my parents and having to do things for myself. But I already do do things for myself. I mean, like, not all of the things, but I could. But once I'm, I'm only 8 or 9, um, Luca thinks I'm 9. I'm 8. Um... <laughs> And,
0: uh, Wait, did I say in the intro that you were eight or nine?
1: I don't remember.
0: <laughs> I probably messed it up. Okay, you can keep talking. Um. Uh.
1: But like, I'm I'm only eight, and I can already do some more independent things than most eight-year-olds can do. I could I could make myself breakfast. I could make myself lunch, and I could I could make myself meals. I could make myself food, and I could I could attempt at cleaning cleaning the house I probably wouldn't be as good as my mom but I could do it and I could do all the things that you need to do on your own but it's still scary I mean like I think it's scary for everyone to grow up
0: yeah I think like for me the idea of growing up when I was eight was like living in a house by myself and having to pay bills and having to pay like car insurance and that part of growing up seemed like it sucked but the part of me having freedom and me having the opportunity to do what I want without having someone there to interfere made it super exciting but also within that it's kind of scary because you know like your mom protects you so if you were like oh I'm gonna go to Italy for example your mom would be like yeah go to Italy but keep in mind this might happen this might happen this might happen and she'd prepare you and when you're an adult sometimes there's no one there to prepare you for stuff. So that's kind of can be nerve-wracking. But it's also, like, a life experience that we all have to kind of go through. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: I also want to talk about your travels on My this travels. episode, too. Because you've been to so many cool places.
1: Yes.
0: What's been your favorite place you've traveled to? place? Well, it's
1: probably... I know this is kind of silly because I'm, like three hours from Seattle, and then, and then, um, when my mom has work meetings, uh, my grandma takes me and Lorelai to Spokane, so that, uh, Lorelai can't, because Lorelai can't sleep, my sister, Lorelai can't sleep if, um, if, if, if she's not with my mom, so we have to take her, but then someone has to babysit her, so my grandma comes, and I come, and, even, it's just because I'm with my grandma, my mom, that's probably my favorite place that I've traveled, because a lot of the times the people, I've loved the places I've gone, just not the people I'm with, and I feel like who you travel with makes a big part of the traveling experience.
0: Yes, that, I love that answer, because that is very much true and factual, like, you could go to Greece, but if you're with someone that you don't really get along with, then the experience probably wouldn't be the experience that you hoped for. And yeah, so I think also like, yeah, grandmas, they're the best. You know, I've told you about my grandma and she was my favorite person ever. And it is really cool and awesome, like seeing how amazing your grandma is because it brings back memories of my grandma and like setting up the pool. Mm
1: -hmm. When we were
0: setting up the pool, that reminded me of my grandma. That was very cute and adorable. And if you could go on a trip, like, tomorrow, and everything's packed up and organized, where would you go?
1: Where would I go if I – um, who would I be going with on this, um – You would
0: be going with your mom.
1: My mom? Anyone else? Just me and my mom? Yeah, just you and your mom. Um, okay, Lorelai's going to find her for herself, all right? Um, <laughs>
0: Your Lorelai could stay with your dad or her dad.
1: Uh, where would I go? Um, I mean, like, I guess, uh, Thailand or Greece. I mean, my mom has always wanted to go to Greece, and I've and Greece is really cool, and I would want to go to Greece too because and my mom has always wanted to go there, and when she did, my biological father told her that it was for old people. And that I think that's very not nice because I would because it would have been very cool to go to Greece, but if if she hasn't been to Greece and because she wants to go so so much and I and I I think it would be very fun for me too, I would say Greece yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd say Greece also. I I've been talking to your mom about going to Greece. You were in the car, but I was thinking you know we could plan a group trip to Greece. (laughs) That'd be awesome, honestly. That would be cool,
1: but like the tickets. That would be weird because the tickets are so expensive and we'd have to go on the same. Weird yeah, I feel like right? we could
0: totally arrange that. It's easy. People he, do it all the time.
1: Would Lorelai be there?
0: If Lorelai wanted to come, she could come. She would say, of
1: course, because mom was
0: going. Yeah. Do you remember any of your trips to like France, for example? I know you went to France like more recently. and.
1: But I did go when I was little. Do I remember that? No, yeah. not at
0: all. What trips do you remember taking with your mom?
1: I remember. <laughs> um. Well, they weren't exactly with my mom. There was my mom and my grandma. But I remember sitting at uh, in in a stroller, and it was raining, and we were in in, in Spokane crossing a bridge, and it, it started raining. And my grandma put this like plastic thing over me so I didn't get wet.
0: Oh, a poncho.
1: Yeah, I think so. But it wasn't on me. It was just over me. Oh. Like, I don't know what it was. I think it was like a plastic like grocery bag
0: so oh yeah I Put it
1: over me so i wouldn't get wet because i was very i did not like water at that time mm-hmm. except for drinking
0: are you glad you're being raised the way you are
1: am i glad that i'm being raised the way i am um well i wouldn't want to be raised in like a like mean way like where like but it would be nice like it would be i'm glad that i'm getting raised this way yes but Uh, It would also be nice if I, um, could, if I was, like, I know there's a method of parenting called free-range parenting, and it's, like, you just let your kid go do whatever they want so that they can, like, learn how to be an adult before being an adult. Like, you still care for them and take them to the doctors and stuff, but, like, if they want to go with their best friend to the mall, you just give them twenty five dollars and let them in the mall and then and and then tell them tell them to come back come back by two thirty and then that would be very nice but I am glad I'm being raised this way because it's it's a lot better than like than like the parents yelling at me or spanking me or or whatever yeah and
0: I think I think it's also really in, like beautiful and cool that your parents have like opened up their home to other people who are traveling And they have allowed people through Woof to learn about your experiences and learn about what life is like living on a farm. And I think you also just gain a different awareness of life because I feel like if you were just with your parents and you only got their perspective, you would be a totally different person. But since you have the perspective of all these different people from all over the world and all over the U.S., You have been able to be more open-minded to certain perspectives, and it's given you this, like, idea that you can really be, like, anything you want to be, because all these people have different jobs, and they're going into different fields, and it helps you kind of navigate what you want to be and what you want to do, because I know we were talking with your mom, and you wanted to be a food stylist for a long time, which you probably, it'll probably be one of your hobbies since you're really passionate about it. But you think that now you kind of want to be an RN and a nurse and follow her footsteps and become a doctor. And so it's really cool that you get to kind of experiment and play around with what you want to be and who you want to be when you're older.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I did want to be a foot
1: stylist. Uh, but one of the main reasons I changed to deciding to be a nurse practitioner was because I... I realize that you do not get very good money being a food stylist unless you're, like, world famous and everyone knows about you. Then, of course, then obviously you're, like, rich. But I don't, like, I don't want to be poor when I'm older. I want to have enough money to do things. Yeah. And not just, like, survive off marshmallow cream. I don't know why that came to my head, but marshmallow cream. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think yeah it is important for you to understand like what's gonna help you fulfill your dreams and what's gonna help support you financially and because I know your mom like should give you all the tips too of like where to go and like how to plan things right with college and your medical school and like all that stuff so it would be cool that you did become a doctor and kind of followed her footsteps if that makes you happy and I mean I'm sure like what you want to become might shift and change over time too because i mean you're only eight and then you're gonna be nine soon and then you'll be 10 11 12 13 14 15 and yeah so like you can really be anything that you want to be you can be a marine biologist like you who knows you might become a marine biologist no (laughs) no i don't think so yeah but yeah exactly you can really become anything you want to be Okay, next question. Let's see. If you were in charge of all the rules, what world would you create?
1: What um world would I create? Um, uh, a world where, I mean, like, I don't think it would be a good world if everyone was happy all the time, like, smiling. Because I don't think that would be a good world if you were smiling and happy all the time. Like, yeah. it's part of being a human to be sad and angry and angry and tired and, like grumpy and all those things, mm-hmm, it like, is. you wouldn't be really be a human if you were happy all the time, mm-hmm. so I I wouldn't create a world where everyone was happy, because that's just, like, if you think about it, that wouldn't be a good world, um, I would create a world where, 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 um, where things were, like, I don't, I, I would create a world where things are fair, and that, like, not everything is fair, not things, like, Laura like getting two pieces of candy and me getting one. I mean, like that's just like stupid, but um, but things like like um what when Ken and Casey were talking about politics, then they uh, the how the rich people get like more less taxes than the poor people even though the poor people can't pay them that's not fair i think i would create a world where that didn't happen where everyone got the same equal taxes and just like big important things like that i think that that would like it is important to have taxes because as long as the people who get them use them right because like i get, we wouldn't be able to drive here we would have to like walk or use a carriage or caravan or something or a wagon old-fashioned wagon Mm -hmm. like so like it is important to pay taxes but it's also important that everyone pays the same amount because it's just not fair for all the rich people to pay less and the poor people to pay more like that's just not fair like in in a world that I got to create that would not be every everything that everything important that like changed the world would be fair because Mm -hmm. I think that that would be that that would make the world a lot um, uh, like a lot better place and then also there would be no war because I think war causes a lot of like grief and sadness and anger which are human feelings but I just don't think it's necessary to have people fight why can't you just like sit at a table and say you know I want your land but no I don't want to give you my land well, you could just, like, make a truce or something and follow the truce, and then the world would be so much better, and there wouldn't be people fighting and dying and getting hurt all the time. hmm Yeah. That's what I think. That's how I would create the world. No war and you know, and the big important things that, like, change the world. Like, like getting two pieces of candy and me getting one, that doesn't change the world. Like, it probably doesn't change the whole, like... Crystalline grid or whatever, like it probably doesn't like change the world or whatever. If Laura gets more
0: one more piece of candy than me, like that yeah. doesn't really <laughs> matter. Yeah, I think that is a good way of putting it. Like you'd want the world to be a fair place where people could still feel their human emotions, like sadness and anger, because that is part of the human experience—is feeling those intense feelings because if you just felt happy all the time then you wouldn't really be learning lessons either and you wouldn't be growing because a lot of the hardest experiences you'll go through even though they're hard and they might trigger sadness and anger they at the end bring you out as a stronger person mentally physically emotionally spiritually and yeah so I think fairness is a big big piece of that too and I was reading a book recently and it's called no, no mud, no lotus. And it's basically saying that in this life, there's suffering and there is like stressing, stressful situations, but you can't really avoid them. And a lot of people try to avoid stressful situations, which you can avoid them to some complexity, but also they're unavoidable and it's inevitable. And so you learning how to navigate stressful situations in a peaceful and calm way, is gonna be the most beneficial thing you can really do for yourself. And I also think war is very, it's, it's a weird thing, honestly, because it's been happening for so long. And people say that anger is sadness in a hard shell. So usually people who are angry at each other are usually just like really sad about certain situations, but they take it out in a violent way. because That's the only way they really know how to channel it. And that's the only way they've been taught um but sorry sorry no you cut go that. you go cut that. Gonna... i will i'll cut it
1: <laughs> my knees my knees needed to stretch <laughs>
0: they were they were cramped off oh man you made a big sand i know like oh. i know <laughs> we're still recording this yeah. we need to cut
1: it
0: okay we but... can cut it
1: okay we can restart
0: now yeah we can restart all right so this is this is the good question Are you ready for it if you, if your life was a fantasy book,
1: novel, book um, which w- one would it be? <laughs> which one
0: would it be? And why?
1: And how would it end? Wasn't, it th- wasn't yeah, that Yeah, but that anything? can be,
0: you don't have to add that, because it might be too complex.
1: Um, how would it end? I'll just answer that first, because you say it would be complex. I, I'm not going to tell you how how it, it would end. I hate spoilers. I hate when people tell me how books end. So no, I'm not going to tell you how my life would end <laughs> if it was a fantasy novel. But, um but what would it be about i think that it would in my life as a i think that it would be about about like i think that it would have something to do with fairies and i think that it would have something to do with like humans f- connecting with fairies and how that that was like that would be like the world like your friend you would like befriend fairies and they would do things for you that you couldn't do and you would do things for them that they couldn't do and you just had like an alliance all humans had an um, alliance with fairies and like you spoke their language you learn just how to speak their language in like school or something and um we learn how to speak the fairy language in school and then you would communicate with them as an adult and like being an adult I think if you were an adult in a in 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 that novel I think that it would be it would be like it you would like if you couldn't if you if if your door was broken and you could and you couldn't fix it and you didn't have the money to call someone to fix it for you, you could just you could speak to the fairies and ask like politely if could you please could you please fix fix my door so that it opens and shuts, like you would I think you would have to be clear like there would be like they would be, still be like tricky tricksters but like they would help because we we do things for them and they do things for us.
0: Mm. Yes, exactly. So it would be a fantasy novel about fairies, and you would work with the fairies in a respectful, peaceful way, and they'd help you just, like, help navigate your life and decisions to yes. make.
1: They wouldn't be, like, your therapist or anything. They would just help you, like if there's something that you really cannot do but you need like if your windshield wiper was broken and you and you really needed to get to a meeting but it was going to rain soon and you needed to fix your windshield wiper then you would call on the fairies and be like please please fix this windshield wiper so that it so that it will work again and then they would just fix it because you do things for them like you like respect their flou- their flowers and that you respect all the things that they have you respect their natural habitat Exactly,
0: yeah. I think I've heard a lot of stories about, like, fairies. And I also heard that they'll leave you, like, um, it's called offerings. Because they sometimes, like, want to work with you. But it's also important that if you aren't ready to work with them, you see the offering. It might be, like, a stick by your door. Or it might be, like, a bone that just was randomly left there. But if you aren't ready to work with them, you have to be, like, no, thank you. And, like, make it clear that you don't want to work with them. Otherwise, they might leave you, like um like they might start being mischievous or hiding your stuff and so yeah it is clear to make sure to be clear with them and then you said it would end by you not telling me because there would be no spoilers
1: yes yes like if it wasn't i feel like it would it would it would be it would end like somewhat like somewhat like um like the fairies like the fairies like uh, like not dominating, but becoming like, because in in that most of it, the humans would be dominant, but the fairies would just be like helpers. Like a long time ago, when they had servants, um, sorry, I'm jumping around. Uh, when they had servants, the servants were just helpers. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I think that would be how fairies and humans were. Fairies be the servants, and humans do it. Except it would be like more peaceful, but it would end it with the with the fairies like being an equal like yes. how the I don't know um, how a king and how like women and men should be equal and anything in between Ev- all humans should be equal
0: mm-hmm.
1: and but it would be like fairies and humans and everything would just be equal they would
0: yes. all be equals yes I think that's a good way good thing everything needs to be equal yeah I feel like equality is important for people too you know Mm -hmm. do you think quality is important yeah (laughs) i do yeah it is it's good because you want everyone to have their equal cut and i don't think anyone's better than anyone you know Mm -hmm. because we all have unique gifts we can bring forward and someone might not be as proficient in reading for example as you are but they might be really good at soccer and so it's good to have, like, balance. And, yeah, so no one's better than anyone because we all bring our unique gifts to the table. Let's see. What else is on your mind? What else do you feel like you just want to talk about and just – you don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be important. It could just be something random. Um. Oh, what about your past lives? Do you want to talk about your favorite past life that you had? Um –
1: well, you know how like people are like connected. Like if like like you're like twin flame or whatever. Like you've you've been in past lives together, and you're always twin flames. Like it's like that with family too. It's like that with parents, for example. And my my mom did that shamanic journey journeying, and some of the past lives she found with me were like like I was like a she was she was my mother and I was her daughter, just like the same, but but like we lived in like we lit I don't know where we lived exactly but at some point we had to take like a journey to through a prairie and like and then I like drowned or like died somehow and then my mom was like my mother was like heartbroken and then like died of an infection oh earlier and that was like very morbid which is kind of sad and that was one of them but then there's also one where I think my favorite was when me my mom and Lorelai were like all like old ladies together in a witch witch coven in Glastonbury England we're all like witches together like happy best best friends who were old ladies and we just like hung out and was like really good friends and like were witches and yeah. i think that's my favorite it's just, it was just like a happy it was happy mm-hmm. the whole and overall life was happy there probably were like sad parts but the whole overall life was happy like we never got hung for being a witch we never got like killed for no reason like we were just like happy
0: yeah well, That it sounds magical last lives are interesting
1: we are
0: what's your spirit animal
1: I have absolutely no
0: idea. <laughs> really?
1: No, I don't.
0: Yeah?
1: Where do? You, how do you
0: find out that out? You could ask. You could ask, like, who do, you, who do you believe in? Like, do you believe in the universe? Do you believe in source? Do you believe... What do you...
1: <laughs> do I believe in? Yeah. It,
0: it could be, like, super random, or you could say, I don't believe in anything.
1: Um... I believe in the sun, and I believe in people, and I believe in um,
0: love. Yeah.
1: I believe in those things. I believe in things that I can see. And feel. And feel. Yeah. I do. I believe in past lives, even though I can't see or
0: feel those. I yeah. do believe in those, though. Because you kind of have, like, an inner knowing that maybe that happened.
1: I have, like, an inner knowing, you know, that one night once we got back from Shaylee's, um, oh, yeah. I kept talking about, like, how I knew that I, and I still have that feeling inside me that at one, at one point, like, a very close member of my family or me in one past life was hung for being
0: a witch. Like, I know. After kn- Shaylee's house, you kind of came to that feeling?
1: Yeah, like we t- we started talking about about past lives, and that was really when I started like actually believing.
0: Oh, that night. Yeah, yeah. like
1: that night, and
0: um. Cause that was a weird day. That was a very weird day. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah, was
1: the blood cubes. Yeah, you she can made it weird. you can
0: talk about the blood cubes on here. Really. Yeah.
1: I really hope I really hope Dylan doesn't listen.
0: <laughs> he probably won't.
1: Remember that one earlier today when he was like. Mmm, mm, delicious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, I'll give them a story time. So we went to their friend Shaylee's house, and yeah, my parents' friends.
1: Yeah, mainly
0: like Casey's friend. Casey's friend, yeah. And she had two goats. What? Mm-hmm. There's this
1: lady, I can't That lady. She's like, oh,
0: but there were two goats, right? And one of the goats, or. No, yeah, two of the goats she didn't need anymore because she had too many babies and so we sadly had to put them to rest and it was a hard process to watch but then they butchered the goats and yada 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 and, and then they and, like
1: saved the blood when it dried yeah they saved
0: the blood to make they put the blood in cubes and then they fried the blood and well in the process of killing the goat sadly Casey was very respectful because he was like thank you goat for your life and Shaylee was like um comforting the goat as it was like you know um but yeah we both ate some goat blood and on the car ride home we both had a weird feeling and your mom then said well goat or goats blood holds a lot of life force energy and sometimes it's not always the best idea to eat it if you don't if your body doesn't, like, and need it, you know? And also,
1: you know how, like, a bunch of religions, like, one of the main rules is thou thou shalt not eat blood, or you shall not eat blood. If you're gonna follow this religion, you cannot eat blood. And, like, it doesn't count meat unless you're, it's, like, Jewish or Islam, like, Christian. Like, Christian has you, you shall not eat blood. You can eat meat, but blood, like, maybe there was, like, a my mom was talking about maybe there was, like, Unknown, knowing, like, something that, like, a a forgotten knowledge that, of, like, that blood did something bad to you and you ate it. And that's why all these would say, thou shalt not eat blood. And and they're, like, rules.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because, like, blood holds energy. It holds life force energy. So, energetically, you possibly could take on what that goat was feeling. Like, because, obviously, the goat was in distress when it gave the blood up. And so there's a possibility we could have taken that on. But we came home, and we did our little rattle ceremony. And then we started talking about archangels, and it made everything better. And I drank tea, and I felt a little bit better. But I did eat the liver of the goat, and I still taste it. Like, it's been, what, like a week and a half now, or yeah. like a week? Yeah. And, like, every once in a while I'll be like, oof, that was not a good idea. Cause, mm-mm, mm-mm. Wait, didn't you eat, like, a lot? I ate, like, maybe three pieces,
1: which... the only... Oh my god, I wonder if Dylan's still tasty. He, like... Well,
0: you know, Dylan has a different flavor palette than me, I think. And he's not as sensitive. Um, But, yeah, that was the scenario that went down. I forgot what we were talking about before this. Me? Past lives? Yeah. Yeah, past lives. lives. Yeah, and... I don't
1: know how we got to this,
0: but... It's okay. It's okay. That's part of the process of doing podcasts. You don't know where the podcast is going to go. Anywho. Yeah, so... I'll have to do a a past life progression. I think I definitely had a past life where I was, like, a part of the ocean. Or I was, like... Wait, what? Yeah, like, I lived a in mermaid? the ocean. Maybe a mermaid. Who knows? I don't think a mermaid because I have weird... There was... Okay, there was this one commercial on this History Channel. Oh, great. And it was, like, a show that was airing, and it was about mermaids. Like, they had evidence that mermaids existed there's like also shows about sasquatches and aliens but this one was about mermaids and they showed like a mermaid in a tank and it didn't have like pretty hair no it had like scales on the top of his head running down its spine it and sharp jagged teeth and like huge bulging eyes and ever since then i was like terrifying that's no 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 bueno so ever since then i just had like this weird association with mermaids um But that's kind of what a siren looks like. A siren is a mermaid, and sirens. Some people say look exactly like that. Some people say sirens also look very beautiful. To, you know,
1: I I know that like sirens in, like Greek mythology. This might not be real, but like they will like you'll jump off into their island in the Bermuda Bermuda Bermuda. Bermuda, I'm not even gonna try. Um, (laughs) Bermuda try bermuda triangle that took way too long to say um uh, and they like and if you like there's like this island and then if you and that if you swim toward it you can see your um your fatal flaw and and then something that 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 you that's like your greatest dream like in the percy jackson books uh percy saw annabeth's and it was like it, her her and her parent and luke and her parents and and like athena and her dad all like happy next to in, in front of a, a manhattan that annabeth had designed Sorry. Mm-hmm. and like in her fa- fatal flaw was hubrig mm. and uh that's like that's like you can it's like thinking you can do more than you actually can and like it can kill you if you don't handle it right so like i know that like sirens are like fatal flaws and stuff Mm -hmm. but like you were part of an ocean like in what way were you like a grain of sand (laughs)
0: or a rock well i think um i was referencing kind of like lumeria because it has to do with the ocean and having a deep connection to the ocean just like the land and how just mystical the ocean is and i am also really attached to jellyfish and sounds sick yeah exactly jellyfish are awesome because they just go with the flow and they don't have a set destination of where they're going but they allow the current of the ocean to take them wherever they need to go um but i think like for me once i die i'm going to become everything around me like i'm going to be- become the sand i'm going to become the sun i'm going to become the ocean because Like, we're just energy in a physical body. And once a physical body dies, we're literally just energy floating around. So I feel like I'm going to dissipate into everything that surrounds me.
1: Not another human?
0: I might at some point. But I think also after you pass away, your soul needs time to recover from the last life. And so sometimes you may take like 10 years or maybe it might take a month or maybe it might take like a week. And then you might reincarnate if your soul chooses to do that. I think we also have free will. So if you don't want to reincarnate then you don't have to reincarnate you can really become anything you want which is really beautiful and I think when I die I'm gonna become everything that surrounds me yeah yeah I also think death is really beautiful too because death is kind of like a graduation of your journey on this earth because I think you have a are you are you getting bored no (laughs) you're just looking at just going, I don't don't know! Oh, look, the sun is practically set, but it doesn't look like a sunrise or a sunset today.
1: Yeah, it's just beautiful. Like, those clouds, and then there's, like, a line of sun over them, and then the sun is, like, sinking. Mm -hmm. Like, cloud, 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 cloud.
0: Sun. Sun? Cloud, 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 ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Uh Are you scared to death? Do you think it's scary? Um,
1: right now personally I mean like I haven't really like done any like past lives I haven't really a long like two years ago I thought death was very scary and I didn't I didn't know about past lives and I didn't know where you went when you died and I was just like and I had like a deep anxiety about where you went when you died and then I just like got over it I was like you die and that's in a long time, probably, for me. And that's okay. I don't have to think about dying right now. I'm eight. Yeah, exactly. And then I just, like... And then death is now just, like... Like, you know, like, if you're, like... If you are, like, biking across the country, you don't really, like, think about, about where you're ending up. You just know that you're biking across the country. Like... And this and like life is kind of like biking across the country, not really knowing where you're going, just going, going with where you feel like you should go. Like and like if you have set destinations, that's great. But like if you don't have set destinations, then like that's awesome, too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like life is just, like, a journey, and you don't really know where you're going. Like, you're just, like, a person, and there's a lot of other people, and you meet other people, and you think they're, and you meet them, and you don't like them, and you like them, and you just go, and, like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're going to die. You don't know any of those things. So, like, I kind of just, like, for the death question, I don't really have an answer. I just, like, Life is a journey and it goes on. I don't know how I'm going to die or when I'm going to die. And I just don't think about that because I don't, probably not going to be, I'm probably not going to die of cancer tomorrow morning. Like, That's so yeah. I don't have to think. I can just think about this moment. You know that shirt, Enjoy the Now that I got? and yeah. at, at like Cotton On when I went to camp, right before I went to camp? Uh-huh. I, I really did think about what it said. I didn't just grab it because it was a crop top and a gray and gray. hmm it, does, it said enjoy the now, and I like that because I do enjoy, just enjoy enjoy the now instead of thinking about what's going to happen in a year, what's yeah. going to happen when I'm 14, what's going to happen when I'm 25. Like, I, I want to be something when I grow up, but that's just so that, so that I can answer the question that all adults ask me. Because, like, right now, yes, if I was older, like if I was the same person when I was... 20, yes, I would probably want to be a nurse. But, like, you change, and you don't need to think about how you're going to change. You can just be who you are and then change who you are, like, naturally. You don't have to force yourself to
0: change. Mm-hmm. That was beautifully said. Thank you. Very good wisdom. Yeah, that, that was a good reminder because right now, the only moment that exists is this very moment. Really, like, it, this is the only moment that exists in this time. And, yeah, the present moment is a present. Have you ever heard of that quote? Like, the present moment is a present. And that's why they call it the present moment, because it's a gift. And, yeah, there's, like, I think valuing the present moment is very important. And sometimes I forget how to be present. How do you remind yourself to become present if you're thinking about something, like, in the future or the past?
1: Um... Honestly, someone usually just, sometimes I'll just be like, you know, I don't really want to think about this. I'll just tell myself, I don't really, the other part of my, the part of my brain that isn't thinking about this doesn't want to think about this. And I'm just like, I'm not going to think about this. And I usually start out by thinking about like my friends at school and like how much I, how much. like I just start out by thinking about like my friends and then I start thinking about the people around me because the people around me are my friends Mm -hmm. and then I think about all the people in the world and all the people who have things in common with me and I just like and then I just like stop thinking about whatever I was thinking about and I'm
0: just like go with it go with the flow like a jellyfish like a jellyfish Anyways, I think this is a good closer for the podcast episode. Do you like a
1: jellyfish!
0: Like a jellyfish. Anyways, I thank you so much for being on the podcast episode. And I'm so happy that I met you. And you're awesome. And I feel like me and you are going to stay in touch for a very long time. And I know that for a fact. Fact. For, for a fact, Liana. For a pinky promise. I don't pinky promise that often. <laughs> but I want to stay in touch with you for a very long time. Like how? Um, you know, I was you thinking, thinking, like, think maybe a hundred years.
1: Oh, holy! You're thinking we're going to, like, if we do <laughs> reincarnate, we're going to, like, reincarnate together?
0: Sure, why not?
1: I was not expecting that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but I'm happy I met you, and thank you for being on this episode of the podcast. You're awesome. All right. Thank you for listening, and... I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are at, wherever you're listening to this, and remember to be gentle with yourself. All right. Till next time. Bye bye.